Welcome to Happy Life Studios. We're here to help your life be happier. Yes, we are. Hello, happy. Hello, lifer. Here I am at Camp Whatever. And I'm singing this for a reason. Because it is the beginning of my youth camp season. What is up, Happy Lifers? So glad you joined us today. Welcome to Happy Life Studios. We are coming at you live from week three of Camp Daniel. This will be episode three of our summer camp series. I hope you liked it so far last week. Um, We came at you from O'Hare International Airport. Uh, Took the red eye and then I had a little bit of a layover. And so I was had enough time to be able to find a semi-quiet place and record. Last week, I apologized for, for um, the quality of the audio. It took a lot of work to try to get to the point where you, could, <laughs> where you could listen to it. I hope it wasn't too bad for you. But this week, I do not apologize for the audio. I am recording in my room. Um, and I don't know if the, the mic's going to pick it up, but I have a hunch that it will. Um, right outside of my room, the Lumberjack games are going on. and We've got the blue team and the red team fighting it off in Lumberjack games. So you're going to hear, you know, probably hear a lot of that in the background noise. I do not apologize for that. That's a part of camp. That's one cool part about where my room is. My room is pretty close to right outside, you know, the the dining hall and everything. So there's a lot of activity that goes on. So a lot of times if I you know, come into my room to kind of gather my thoughts or whatever, AKA nap. <laughs> Just kidding. Like if I'm coming to my room to, to gather my thoughts, um, I get to hear all that camp in the background and it's the best ambient noise ever. I mean, I should record this and go to sleep to camp in the background, but so they got lumberjack games going on. I just wanted to give you a real quick heads up of, of what's been going on at, at camp this week. I, I call this Camp Daniel the happiest place on earth, and it's a lot cheaper than Disneyland as well. So what a better place to come at you for Happy Life Studios than at Camp Daniel. In fact, we've talked in, in podcasts past about how, you know, Tony talked about in one of our podcasts, um, Tony runs Camp Daniel. He and his family uh, run Camp Daniel, and they're a major part of our, our Happy Life Studios and, and Happy Life. And he even talked about how, how there's so much in common with Camp Daniel and Happy Life Studios. And so this is a great place to actually bring you a podcast. And I just kind of want to let you kind of in on what I'm doing. And uh, the frustrating part is, is like, how do you explain cotton candy to someone who's never ate cotton candy? So how do I explain Camp Daniel to someone who's never been to Camp Daniel? It's a crazy thing to try to explain. And so sometimes I get frustrated because I'm thinking, I don't know how to explain. I even get frustrated when I, when I fly home and I go home and talk to my family. I want to tell them all the things that happen and all the things that happen at Camp Daniel. And I, I come home and I try to explain it to them. And it's just when it comes out of my mouth. It just seems to fall short of what I'm feeling in my heart and what I got to experience. And, and I'm a word person. I, I love to talk. I mean, I make my living explaining things to people. And yet I fall short every time when I talk about the powerful things that God does. And especially, it is never truer than when it's at Camp Daniel. And it's so hard to describe this place. If you've had cotton candy before, then when I describe it, it's easy for you to go, yeah, that's exactly what cotton candy is. But if you've never ate it and I'm trying to explain it to you, it's so difficult to try to explain that, which takes me to our chapel last night. I want to talk to you about the chapel that we had last night, and I want to talk to you about the small group that we had 
today. So chapel last night, the theme is to shine, and it's taken from Matthew 5.16 that says, let your light shine before others so that when they see your good deeds, they will glorify or they will praise God in heaven. And so I broke it down into 1 John 1.5 says that Jesus is light. And then 1 John 4.8 says that God is love. And so we used motions, and I raised my hand up to heaven with my finger, and I said, Jesus, and I put my hand over my heart, and I said, is love. So every time I would do that, they would all say, Jesus is love. And then I had a symbol for light with my hand. I would flash my hand, right? And I would say, Jesus is light. We have a camper. Uh, his name is Georgie. He's a puppet. And he's 13 years old, and he's in a wheelchair. And Georgie always interrupts me when I'm when I'm talking. He always wants to be in on the action. So this year he made a huge flashlight because he wanted to shine it on God. And so I talked about shine isn't shining light. Shine is love. If Jesus is light and Jesus is love, then light is love. And so when you shine on somebody, it's when you love somebody, you're shining your light on them. Isn't that cool? And when you shine your light on them, people will glorify God who is in heaven. So last night, every few minutes when I would talk, I would, I would do one of the actions. Jesus is light. Jesus is love. So love is light and light is love. So when you love somebody, you shine light on them. And so it was just such a cool, cool night. And last night afterwards, they brought a camper up. And I did a live cast on, on my Facebook page, so you want to check that out. It's, a, it's pretty cool, the story, and I talk more about it um, on my Facebook page. You can see in the show notes what the address is for the live video. Anyway, he gets up afterwards, and, and they just ask him to pray. Well, all of a sudden, he just starts doing this mini-sermon. <laughs> it was so cool. And he got up there, and he started leading everybody in it. He said, Jesus is light. Jesus is love. So love is light, and light is love, and all the campers are repeating it with them. And then he says, and the one I just made up right now is Jesus is Jesus. And I started to laugh, you know, and then I paused for a second I, uh, immediately afterwards, and I went, wait a minute, that's deep. Don't we say a rose by any other name still smells as sweet? Or does it go a rose by any other name is still a rose, Right. How do you describe a rose? You can say it's beautiful. You can say it's aromatic. You can say it's pink, it's white, it's red. But if you've never seen a rose, how do you describe it? A rose is just a rose. You have to know what a rose is, and then it makes sense. Cotton candy is simply cotton candy if you've tasted it before. But if you haven't tasted it before, then cotton candy is how, how do you describe it? And so we have all these words for Jesus to describe him, to try to point out his awesomeness, his beauty, his amazingness, his love for us, his peace, his hope. And and so we say things like that. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Jesus is light. He is love. He is he is hope. He is, you know, he is healing. He is life. He's the bread of life. He's a living water. He is all these things we use to describe Jesus, but in the end, there's no words that can describe him. It says there's no other name like the name of Jesus. It's a name above all names. Jesus is simply Jesus. <laughs> I just sat in awe as this incredible camper got up there and just said, oh, I just made up another one on the spot. I don't know if he realizes how deep that statement was, but it was unbelievably deep, which takes me to small group today. Same thing happened in small group today. Um, one of the leaders uh, that was part of the small group come up to me while Lumberjack Games was going on 
and just said that had to have been probably the most powerful small group I've ever been a part of. And then he said, wow. And then he tried saying something else and he, and he goes, there's nothing more I can say about that. It's just like the cotton candy. I mean, how else do you describe it? He says, there's no other word. It's just like Jesus is Jesus. And so we're sitting in small group and all these campers are just talking and it's really cool because a lot of people that have a disability have learned, they live in a group home or whatever, they've learned to be quiet. Children are the same way, you know, better to be seen and not heard. And, and, but we believe at Camp Daniel that everyone has a voice and it's important to share and you need to share it. So we take time and, and we talk in our small groups and we allow them to talk, even if it gets off topic. The important thing is, is they're talking, they're sharing and they have all these people listening to them, listening to their story. And these guys just started talking about being kind to one another and being friendly to each other. And at, at one point, the guy leading it just says, guys, what do you think heaven is like? Unbelievable. I could cry just thinking about it right now. And they're saying all these things about what they think heaven is going to look like. And, and I said, I think heaven's going to be like Camp Daniel, only there's never going to be an end. We never have to go home. I mean, Camp Daniel is the happiest place on earth. It is the funnest place on earth. It is just full of so much joy and laughter. And yet we have so many disabilities. I say we because I'm in that group. We have so many things about us that, that we have to work through. And yet they are so happy. I learned so much from these campers all the time, and so do the counselors. The counselors come to this camp, and this camp is a camp with disabilities. That's what I call it. We're building a new camp. But this camp, man, the, the water heaters have gone out. We've got cold showers. We've got this, – this camp needs, needs a lot of help, right? And yet people keep coming to these conditions so they can counsel these campers because these campers are so powerful. And yet you have so many campers that just wish they could be like their counselor, and they don't realize that. The counselor wishes that they could be like the camper. They they are just so amazing. And every year I come here, I'm just touched. And I realize, realize that some of these guys have so much that they have to go through just to get out the door. And yet they're some of the happiest people I have ever met. Anyway, back in the small group, we start talking about heaven. And all of a sudden, we're in this big barn and the doors are wide open. And you can look out into the into the woods there. And all of a sudden, the breeze starts to blow. The wind starts to blow, and the leaves are blowing in the background. All of a sudden, one of the campers, who hasn't said much, his words are few, but all of a sudden, he says, the breeze, the wind, the wind. Hear that? And another camper goes, yeah, the wind. They started talking about the wind being like God. And then one guy says, God's up in heaven, right? And I said, yeah, but he's also in our heart. You ever get a, a feeling of love, a feeling of peace? They said, yeah. I said, that's Jesus in your heart. That's what that feels like. I said, you ever get a thought in your head that you should be nice to someone? Or you get a thought about how cool you are, how neat somebody else is? And they said, yeah. I said, that's Jesus in your head giving you these thoughts and telling you how cool life is or how cool that person is. I said, that's what God feels like. That's what he looks like. You know, Georgie, the puppet, wanted to shine his flashlight in the sky so he could see what Jesus is light. But Jesus is light and he's love. And I said, when people shine their light, and we see their good deeds. That's what Jesus looks like. When you get, when you feel love, when you feel peace, that's what Jesus looks like. That's what he feels like. And I said, let's pretend that Jesus is sitting in the middle of this group. What are you thankful for? And these campers just started talking to Jesus saying, I'm thankful for. I was talking about a camper who was being kind of quiet. And he is an incredible artist. I said, Brandon, aren't you, aren't you thankful that you can draw? And he says, yeah, I'm thankful that I can draw. And, and someone else said, yeah, I'm thankful for hands. I thought, wow, I never even thought about that. I take my hands for granted. 
And this camper says, I'm thankful for hands. And they were saying all these things, what they're thankful for. And then we're talking about how we're thankful for each other. And every so often, every couple of times, they would say something, you could hear the wind blow again. It wasn't a constant wind. It would just come and it would go. And someone would go, did you hear that? It was like God was entering in on our small group. It was like we're thanking God and we're thanking each other. And all of a sudden, the wind would blow. And it was like God was just saying, I've got you. The Bible talks about God being like wind and and God being like water and 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 it, it, there's a lot of symbolic things in the Bible that that really they they go deep and it was just so cool as they began to talk about God and what they were thankful for and things like hands and and things like the other things that they were thankful for I'm trying to think of so, what some of them were but we just we just went on and on and on and then the breeze would blow and I'm and I'm telling you you could feel God around that circle. It was so powerful. And I just kind of uh, want to let you in on what Camp Daniel is, what's going on with camp. And I wanted you to be a part of it. I wish you could be here. If you can ever get to Camp Daniel, man, you need to come. It's just, you can go to campdaniel.org. The address is in the show notes. Um, but I don't want to hog all the fun here. I get to be here at camp and see what's going on, but I wanted to share with you because we're all happy lifers. We're all in this thing together. We're all trying to figure this thing out. And a lot of us think that, you know, including myself at times, feel like, you know, to be happy, I've got to get this fixed and I've I gotta stop being this. I've got to get rid of the bad. I gotta increase the good. And and that that makes some sense. All I know is that when I come here, you got a lot of campers that have a lot of disabilities, a lot of things that they can't do. They need help to eat, they need help to go to the bathroom, they need help to get out of the the um the the room in the morning they need help to to talk at the very end we ask we ask Trey to Trey to pray in that great Trey to pray that sounds like a great Dr. Seuss book um but anyways he started praying when he speaks you have to really listen close you can't always catch what he's saying so he always uses action sometimes he spells stuff out and I don't understand what he was praying but he was praying I'd understand certain words and he started praying to God and we asked if he wanted to pray and he was kind of hesitant I think it's because he's you know when he speaks we don't always understand what he's saying God understands it though as he's talking, all of a sudden you could hear he would he would say something I couldn't understand. All of a sudden the word camp would come out, and then he would say God, and he'd say Trey, and then he'd say friends and campers, and I don't know what he was saying, but I could feel and I knew it was beautiful because first he talked about God, then he talked about or he talked about camp, and then he mentioned the word God, and then he mentioned himself. And another person said, "So the Bible isn't isn't earlier on in the thing. I just thought of this. It was like, oh, so the Bible isn't." just full of God. It's also full of us. I said, that's so deep. I said, the Bible is about God and us. And a lot of religions is all about the man in charge, right? But in the Bible, it's about God and us and our connection with each other. That's why Jesus had to come to earth because he wanted to connect with us. He says, when we see Jesus, we see him as a human. Then we can connect with what God, the father in heaven is like. It's just brilliant. And when, when Trey prayed that at the end, it was just so beautiful as he's speaking and and some of these campers need help talking and but when he was talking last week when curtis was talking he was he was praying for another leader that was in that small group and and he was talking to him and i don't know what he was saying but i could feel what he was saying and so happiness isn't about being able to talk or being able to walk and not use a walker it's not about not being disabled anymore it's about people and it's about us being in this thing together. It's about 
Jesus and how he cares for us and how he loves us. And I think that's why some of these campers have so much going against them. And some of them live in some very difficult situations. And yet they come to camp and this light comes out of them. This love comes out of them. Jesus is light. Jesus is love. So light is love and love is light. And when we love somebody, we shine our light on them. So happy lifer. Let's go out there, man. Let's just do something for somebody. Let's do something nice. We've talked about what are some nice things that you could do for people and you, therefore shine Jesus' light, you know? And one person said, we could mow somebody's lawn. I'm like, how cool is that? Who would think of that mowing somebody else's lawn? Um, I've done that before, and I thought that was so cool that he'd mention that because you always get, well, be nice, say nice things. But it was such an incredible, not even, it's been 12 hours, and I want to cry talking to you here. <laughs> um, I just wanted you to be a part of what we're doing here. And so the next couple of weeks, I'm going to try to, and maybe even after that, I, there's so many stories to share at Camp Daniel. And I was, my heart is just full this morning. So instead of hitting in on the lumberjack games, I decided to come in here and share with you real quick, what's going on inside of my heart and inside of my brain. Cause God is in there. Jesus is in my heart. He's in my brain. He's, he's, I'm getting all these incredible thoughts. I'm getting all these incredible feelings and God loves us and he cares for us. He's got a plan for our life. That's our credo here at Camp Daniel. Every camper knows it. You know, God made me. God loves me. God has a plan for my life. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. I hope that helped. Thank you for listening. You are Amazing. Steve Ace.